Welcome to our village. Please invade carefully. By Eddie Robson. Episode 3. Power Block. Can I cut you another slice of upside-down pear cake, Mr. Ulyabarn? Mm, just a sliver, Margaret. And please don't call me Mr. Ulyabarn. It's actually Field Commander Ulyabarn. But uh, <laughs> just Ulyabarn is fine. I would ask you to address me by my first name, but I'm afraid it's... <laughs> Unpronounceable by humans? Uh, no, it's just a bit girly. Oh, he doesn't usually like strangers. Ah, well, only two generations ago, all my people looked like cats. Really? Yes, we've got evolution down to a fine art now. We can do it very quickly, so we adapt to wherever needs invading next. At the moment, I'm thinking of evolving whiter teeth. Everyone on your planet seems to trust people with nice white teeth. Well, then you are going ahead with the full invasion. Hopefully, once my research programme into human behaviour is complete, yes. That's why I wanted to invade just your village first. I hope it's not too inconvenient for you, being cut off from the outside world. Oh, don't apologise. It stops my brother from calling me every night to ask how to cook pasta or defrost a sausage or tell the difference between spinach and broccoli. Mum! The Reverend Gregory asked me to give you a copy of his sermon. He's worried it feels a bit flat this week. Asked if you could punch it up a bit. What's he doing here? I assumed he was your cat. Not the cat. You. Oh. I assumed that as you weren't addressing the question to me, you couldn't be referring to me. No, I was being deliberately disrespectful by refusing to address you directly. I see. Carry on, Miss Lyons. Ms. Lyons. Wasn't that what I said? You said Miss. Miss and Ms are different things. I prefer Ms. Oh, I apologise. I still struggle with some of the finer points of human pronunciation. I'll be sure to address you as Miss Lyons from now on. Not Miss. Ms. Wasn't that what I said? No. How infuriating. Yes, how infuriating. Uh, Katrina, do you mind? Mr Ulyaban and I are trying to discuss the village fate. Why? I want to make sure he approves all the events. I was a bit alarmed by the whack-a-mole game. Um, I thought you were going to track down and kill an undercover spy. Why was that alarming? Do you have an undercover spy in the village? So, the fate looks marvellous, and I'm all for it. I'd rather die than attend a fate you'd endorsed. Come now, I don't think any fate is worse than death. <laughs> Katrina! Be a deer and feed the cat, would you? Fine. No, I'm not giving you tuna. Not after the way you nuzzled him. I'm very disappointed in you, Mr Pussums. <laughs> Whilst I'm here, Margaret, there is one other small matter I'd like to discuss. Oh? I'm overseeing a new construction project, and we want to get it built by the end of the week. Oh, you see, this is why I think your invasion isn't necessarily such a bad thing. I like how you and your chaps cut through all that red tape and get things done. We just don't do that in this country anymore. Thank you. What are you building? I shan't bore you with the details, but it's going to keep me and the minions tied up. And although I'm sure you're too modest to say so, you are the linchpin of the village? I'm not. Come, come, Margaret. Anyone can see how important you are? No, I mean I'm not too modest to say so. <laughs> of course I'm the linchpin of the village. This place would fall apart without me. Since they brought in online shopping at Waitrose, I haven't left. <laughs> then can I trust you to furnish me with a little assistance? Doing what, exactly? Well, there's... Oh, sorry, I have to take this. Hello. Which one? The youngling. 
All right, I'll be over in a minute. Is there a problem? Oh, minor security issue. I'll have the computer send over a list of the things I need doing. No pressure, just if you have time. Could I take the rest of your upside-down pear cake? What, all of it? Yes. I suppose so. Thank you. I'll let myself out. Has he gone? Yes. Good. Did he take all of the upside-down pear cake with him? I can't understand a word you're saying. Sorry. I said, Miss Alexander, could you explain what you were doing in the vicinity of the force field perimeter earlier this afternoon? Nothing, just hanging out. Can I have a bit of your cake? No. Why not? Because it's my cake. <laughs> That's a really mean thing to do to someone with the munchies, you know. Is it? How interesting. Computer, make a note of that. I make a note of everything. Yes, make a special note of it then. I'll underline it. Good. <laughs> and put it in a different colour. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> I sense these munchies are your greatest weakness. No, they're not. Tell me the truth, and you may have a slice of the upside-down pear cake. Mm. No. Come now, Miss Alexander. You take me for a fool. All right, I was trying to escape. Aha. To what end? You just spat cake crumbs on me. Sorry. Why were you trying to escape? I just felt like it. It wasn't part of some wider plan? No, I'm just a bit fed up. And I saw some of your guys opening up a gap in the force field to go out and come in again, and I thought I might get a chance to sneak out. Mm -hmm. And then what were you going to do? Go to the shops. Tell someone about you invading us if they believed me. Can I have a bit of cake now? A small bit. Cheers. What are your minions doing going in and out of the force field anyway? Aha. Uh Aha. -huh. Uh -huh. Why are you saying that? I thought it added to the effect. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. You'll have to wait and see, Miss Alexander. Something to do with the invasion? Indeed. Another mighty example of our GNN technology. When you witness it, you will weep with envy at what we can achieve. Although I do wish we'd been able to get it in chrome. Oh, no, but they only do them in white and bronze these days. Yes, perhaps we should have gone for the bronze. The bronze looks better in the catalogue. It looks sort of cheap when you see it. <laughs> Detective Inspector Kerman stood by the bridge and watched as they pulled the girl out of the canal. He used to think it would get easier seeing dead bodies as part of his job, but actually it got harder. And then it did get a bit easier, but on balance it was the same as when he started. <laughs> the real question, Neeskins, he said to his partner, is whether she was shot before she was strangled or strangled before she was shot. And he rode away on his bicycle, cogitating. You're not still working on your Dutch detective novel, are you, Richard? No, I'm working on the follow-up to my Dutch detective novel. I sent the first one out to some publishers and agents just before the invasion hoo-ha kicked off. If they're interested and if things ever get back to normal, I want to show them it has serious potential. Isn't it a bit of a waste of time? This could be the next Inspector Morse. But it's basically van der Valk. So, in fact, you're writing the previous Inspector Morse. It's not as if I've got anything better to do. Then I'll give you something better to do. I was going to ask you to get off the computer so I can put the parish newsletter together, but perhaps you could put it together for me. It strikes me that something better is a rather subjective concept. It's very simple. There's a template here... Did you save my document before you closed it? I don't remember. And uh, all the text for the...
the newsletter is in these emails, so you just have to cut and paste. You don't need to do any original writing. <laughs> it would be a tremendous help. You wouldn't believe how busy I am at the moment. It does look quite easy. And don't tell anyone. I don't want Ulyaban to think he's putting me out. Even though he is. No, he isn't. That's why I don't want him to think he is. Oh, do keep up. Oh, now, in about half an hour, you'll hear a siren. Ignore it. Stay here and get on with the newsletter. Right. A siren? What the hell's that? Could you all please assemble on the village green? Quick as you can. Mum, what's happening? We're having an invasion drill, Katrina. I hate to break it to you, but we've been invaded already. Ah. This isn't for the little invasion, it's for the big one. When the main invasion fleet comes, we need to be ready for them. Right. Yes, that's what I've been saying. We need to be prepared and, and willing to stand on the village green in a series of orderly rows. I'm not clear what this is supposed to achieve. Now, everyone, imagine the spaceship is overhead, coming into land. They touch down just over there, and one, two, three... Oh, good grief. <laughs> no, not portrait. Landscape, landscape. Hi, Dad. What? What's happened now? Oh, no! I know. It's appalling, isn't it? What is? The invasion drill. The singing. Oh, that. Your mother said it was Ulyaban's idea. I didn't know he was so familiar with the work of Lionel Bart. He just wanted them to sing. I think he left the choice of song up to her. Why can't he do his own bloody invasion drill? He's busy with some big construction project. He's too busy to oppress her, so he's getting us to do it to each other now. Did he give her that uniform as well? Was it a uniform she was wearing? It was black, with very shiny boots. <laughs> I just always tell her she looks nice. It saves on tension and, oh, damn this thing to hell. What are you trying to do? Your mother asked me to put the Paris newsletter together. You want some help? Yes, please. What can I do? The whole thing. <laughs> that would be the most helpful thing if you just did the whole thing for me. Uh, yes. Thanks. All right. Uh, can we keep this between you and me? I don't want it to get back to your mother. I promise I won't breathe a word of it to anyone. Lucy! Look, I've managed to get myself put in charge of assembling the parish newsletter. Yeah, I can see how that might be exciting if you're an older person. <laughs> I'm not saying it's exciting in itself. I'm saying, uh, uh, older person. You are older than me. Technically, but it's still a description of me with the word old in it. Older? Older has the word old in it. <laughs> so does the word bold and gold and... I can't think of another that might be a compliment. But... I don't care. Don't say older. And the reason I'm excited about assembling the newsletter is that we can use it for subversive purposes. Oh, yeah. Like, we could change the cover so that instead of the headline being like, this week in the village, a dog looked at a tree or something, it could be a picture of Ulyaban with a knob drawn on his head. <laughs> that is appealing. But perhaps we could go for something more subtle? How do you plant a subliminal message? So it looks like a notice saying the bridge club meeting has been rearranged, but actually it seeds the suggestion of killing alien invaders on site. 
I don't know how you do that. No. We could try using the newsletter to get a message to the outside world. How would we do that? The GNN are building something just outside the village, so they're going in and out through the force field a lot. I almost managed to get out earlier, but they saw me and they're being more careful now. What are they building? All I know is it's massive, it's important to the invasion, and it's white, not chrome or bronze. It must be a weapon. Yeah, so if anyone comes anywhere near the village and looks like they might be trying to get in, pow! I expect it'll be more of a zap. What, you're an expert on alien laser cannons now? No, I just don't think it'll go pow. Ten quid says it will. I don't want to hear what noise it makes. Our aim is to stop it ever being built, if possible. But if we don't, all right, ten quid. Is all proceeding to schedule? What's the problem? Well, then you must be assembling it wrong. What did the instructions say to do? You didn't read the instructions. You just ploughed on regardless. Well, clearly it wasn't as self-explanatory as it seemed, was it? This is a highly advanced piece of technology. You can't just guess how it fits together. Right. Here are the instructions. You are to follow them to the letter. Why do you need an Allen key? Wasn't there one inside the pack? No, I'm not giving you a sonic Allen key. You can make do with that one. Keith, are you still down there? Hello? Uh, is that you, Margaret? Yes. Oh, thank God. Hurry up and get me out. I'm not here to let you out as such. What? Mr. Ullaban asked me to check up on you. How are you? I've been down a well for three days. <laughs> down a well, no less. It's a dried-up well, Keith. It's not like you're sitting in two feet of cold water. Is that meant to make me feel better? Well, I can tip some cold water down there and see if you can feel worse. This is an outrage, you realise? An outrage! Is it, though? I was laissez-faire about the aliens. Very much laissez-faire. I was minding my own business when, with no warning, they sent me down here at gunpoint and took the ladder away. Minding your own business? That's a rather delicate euphemism for urinating up the side of their spaceship, isn't it? <laughs> I was on my way back from the pub. Better out than in. Your house was 20 seconds walk away. Would it not have been better in for another 20 seconds? Well... No, Keith, don't answer that, because this is something of a habit with you. Everyone knows that. Mm. There's not a lot of sympathy for you down in the village, you know. Isn't there? I don't think anyone has said it's actually a shame you're trapped down a well. Oh. I'm sending over a few visitors this afternoon, some other residents you might like to apologise to. And then will the aliens let me go? Oh, I'm afraid that's not up to me. But I could put in a good word for you. Oh, thanks. I'm sending you a bottle of water down in a bucket. Oh, can I send your bottle back up? <laughs> An empty bottle? No, it's not empty. I've been using it as a bottle for keeping Lucasade in. <laughs> So, where are we going to hide this message in the newsletter? Are we going to write it really, really small and put it on the bottom? I think we can hide it better than that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know what you're thinking. Really, really small on the bottom and upside down. No, we want to hide it well so that if Ullyabon sees one of the newsletters, he won't think anything's amiss. So, you know where we'll hide it? Where? In the crossword. Wow. The newsletter doesn't have a crossword. I'm editing it this week, so if I want it to have a crossword, it can have a crossword. So, how do you hide it in the crossword? You make all the answers part of a sentence, which, when you put them together, makes up the message. But how will whoever finds the newsletter know they're supposed to do the crossword to find a secret message? And how will they know to put all the words together to get the message? And what if they're rubbish at doing crosswords? <laughs> they do it in Cold War films. It always works then. <laughs> all right, we won't put it in the crossword. Why don't we delete the poem in Mrs Winterton's poetry corner and put the message there? Of course! Nobody in the village would ever read that because they've met her. <laughs> OK, the second part of the plan. How do we get it outside? We cover a copy of the newsletter in Pritstick and leave it next to the force field at the place where the G and N are going in and out. Why Pritstick? Because it sticks things for a bit and then they fall off. So one of the G and N walks through, it sticks to his foot and falls off on the other side. This all seems a bit shonky, don't you think? Even without relying on the precise length of time a dab of semi-dried-out child's craft glue will stick a folded sheet of A4 to the foot of a hairy alien, but relying on someone out there finding the newsletter and noticing the message. The outside world has forgotten that Creston Green exists, though, so it might even be enough for them to just see the name of the newsletter. They'll go, what? Creston Green? Where's that? And then they'll investigate. But they might just think we're a fictional village created for a science fiction programme. <laughs> Why would someone make a parish newsletter about a fictional village from a science fiction programme? Science fiction fans are weird. They do that. <laughs> what the hell? Let's print this thing and go for it. Richard? Richard, please take your headphones off. Richard! <coughs> Sorry, didn't hear you come in. Had my headphones on. What are you listening to? Testmat special. Well, how can you? There's no radio reception. That's one of my old tapes. Headingly 91 against the Windies. <laughs> can you pass me the next one? It's marked tape 7 of 19. Have you assembled the newsletters? Have I assembled the newsletters? Yes, have you assembled the newsletters? I think I can answer your question more fully if You're I... You're sitting on them. Oh, so I am. <laughs> I didn't see them there. But surely you put them there. I did, but I didn't see them there. Thank you. It was no trouble. Good. Now you've got the hang of it, you can do it again next week. Oh. You're still going to be busy next week, then? Yes, at this rate. I still haven't finished measuring the height, weight and shoe size of everyone in the village. What for? Well, he did explain why, but I've forgotten. Something to do with a clinical trial. There's a control group and so on. In the meantime, I'm having to pass my chores on to other people. Madeline's overseeing the allocation of table space in the village fate. What? Not after the bust-up she had with Penny over the charity shop rotors. She'll try and get her own back. They've had a bust-up? Why did no one tell me? You always know these things. I've been busy. Margaret, it's all kicking off at the fate table allocation meeting. Oh, coming. <laughs> Where's my laser pistol? Since when have you had a laser pistol? <laughs> It's just a small one, to speed things up by stopping people from arguing with me. Oh, no. I've forgotten to charge it up again. Go on, big fella. 
Go on. He's going to stand on this one. Don't look down. Just keep walking. Keep walking. Yes. Get in. Damn, he's seen it. He's trying to shake it off. <laughs> he fell on his arse. I know it's funny, but shh. going to give up now? I don't know. Maybe we should... Wait. What? He's dropped something. He's gone. Quick, let's grab it. Oh, my God. What is it? It's the instructions for the thing they're building. Look. Oh, my God. No wonder Uliban hasn't been telling everyone what it is. Wait until Mum sees this. Mum, you have got to see this. What? Why have you got a huge can full of petrol? Now don't ask silly questions. Oh, I'm very busy, dear, so if you don't mind... No, Mum. Look at this. Aren't you a bit old for comics? It's not a comic. It's the instruction manual for this thing Olyabarn's building. You stole it? No, I found it. You don't know what he's building, do you? No. The instructions are all in their language, but the pictures are pretty clear. Let's skip to the last stage. Monstrous. I thought you'd say that. Disgraceful. And that. He's building a wind turbine. <laughs> Apparently so. Right next to the village. Right next to the village. Doesn't he know that I spent two years challenging a decision to build a turbine in exactly that spot? And won? I think he probably does know that. I think that's why he's been keeping you busy, so you don't find out until it's too late. Well, he has got to be stopped. Then we agree. I thought you were in favour of these ugly, noisy things. Only when humans are building them. <laughs> Kerman leapt from the bridge onto the roof of the tram. Give it up, Van Leutjens, he shouted at the tall murderer who stood on the other side of the bendy bit they have in the middle of tram so they can go back to us. For you, this tram is terminating early and not due to planned engineering works. We need the computer. I'm just getting to the exciting bit. We also need your help with some flatback instructions. Ooh. Here. Gosh. This looks even more complicated than that corner shelving unit I put up. It might even be a two-man job. We're not building it. We're going to scan it and make a couple of little changes. Oh, I can't believe that in your entire databank you don't have a copy of these instructions. I'm not allowed to scan it. It's copyrighted. We're 2,000 light years from Geosys. Who's going to know? It's not here. It's not bloody here. Not interrupting anything, am I? <laughs> Margaret? No, not at all. Uh, one of the minions has mislaid a, a document, just some dull paperwork. Uh, but if you do find it, I'd appreciate if you could get it back to me. I, I shouldn't bother reading it unless you're having trouble sleeping. Ha ha. <laughs> Is uh, this what you've been looking for? Ooh, yes. Just um, lob it into a corner. That's not really important. I'll deal with that later. But, uh, 
Did you read it? Oh, no, no. It was all written in Genoese or whatever you call it. Oh, good, good. Just because I didn't want you to be bored or whatever. Right. Well, here's the report you asked for on Patrick Norton. Ah, weird Patrick, yes. What's the verdict? Uh, well, you were right. Inasmuch as he is building a tank in his shed with a view to launching a full-on assault on your house. Right. <laughs> However, the tank is made entirely from bits of old lawnmowers and sheets of MDF. Apart from the cannon, which is cannibalised from a pinball machine. Hmm. We'll give it a threat level of medium, just to be on the safe side. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, look at the time. I should get on. Right. Keep this to the minions and tell them to get cracking. We need this project back on schedule. Will do. Yes, and hang up that call to the homeworld. Must be costing a fortune. The assembly complete? Very good. Now, everyone grab the rope and pull it upright. Pull! 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 I think it's helping, my shouting pull. I think it's helping, I think it's helping. Pull! Oh. Yes. Well, it's smaller than I expected. No, nobody in the outside world will be able to see it. It's covered by the same perception filter as the village, so only we in the village can see it. Yes, yes, the perception filter works on birds too. Why? Well, I suppose there is a chance they might fly into it and be killed, yes. <laughs> You like the birdies? Well, then we'll put a sign near it saying, Birdies, keep away. Of course birds can read. Any creature who's clever enough to migrate thousands of miles with perfect accuracy must be able to read. Right, very good, chaps. Good, back to the village. What do you mean you've got some bits left over? Oh. Well, no, there's always a couple of bits left over when you're finished, aren't there? The they're probably spares. <laughs> Take them back to the spaceship and put them in the bottom drawer. <laughs> Surely nice of you all to come and see me. We're not here to see you, Keith. Huh? No, we're here to see the new thing Ullebond's built just outside the village. You get the best view from here. Ah, yes. Uh, it's what we call a climate extractor whirligig. It's what we call a wind turbine. What? No, 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 no. Quite different. What does it do, then? Well, it sort of turns around. And generates electricity. Well, if you want to be simplistic about it. <laughs> but it's capable of producing more than 15 times the amount of energy your Earth devices are capable of, serving all our energy needs for the operation on your planet as it gathers pace. Yes, it's an alt altogether more advanced piece of technology. That looks exactly like a wind turbine. Oh, seems to be working. Easy to put together, was it? Yes. All straightforward? Oh, yes. No bits left over? Well, there's always some bits left over. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they weren't anything important. Not if your chaps followed the instructions. Well, they absolutely did follow the instructions. I was very clear about that. I expect they're supposed to make that creaking noise, aren't they? Yes, and I expect they're supposed to sort of slowly fall over. Uh, it's falling this way. But, but, but when it hits the force field, it... Disintegrate? 
You were behind this. Yes, obviously. With a little help. I see. You think my plans can be hindered so easily? Yes. You're wrong. I shall simply build another, bigger and better. <laughs> really? I didn't realize the budget was that tight. <laughs> and we shall build another that is not bigger and better, but is in every respect identical to the one that just... Oh, then we shall build another that is slightly smaller and almost as good, which nevertheless will... Oh, for heaven's sake, what can we afford? I see. Then we shall take Keith out of the well and force him to generate electricity on an exercise bike. Welcome to our village. Please invade carefully was written by Eddie Robson. It featured Peter Davison, Jan Francis, Hattie Morahan, Nicholas Murchie, Hannah Murray, John Luke Roberts and Julian Rhind Tutt. It was script edited by Arthur Matthews and the producer was Ed Morrish.